After a few weeks of enjoying and sharing our box of offensive crayons, the creator of those crayons, Alice Vaughn, got in touch with us on Twitter. I asked if she'd be willing to come on the show and tell us more about her journey with this unapologetically politically incorrect product. Unaware of what she was agreeing to, she said yes. And on today's show, we plan on playing Who Can Offend Who First Chicken between the Uncomfortable Conversations Without a Condom Guys, that's us, and Alice, the We Bring Out the Worst in You offensive crayons creator and host of the Two Girls One Mic podcast discussing the holes and plot holes in porn. You're listening to the Unfriend hey of Mind Show, the place to have the most mind-stretching, unprotected intellectual intercourse of your life. Your host, Daniel Wagner, battles the forces of evil by lobbing fiery balls of truth, reason, and evidence over safe room walls. Alrighty, and ooh, let's, right. get, let's get on the non-fireplace. Yeah, we don't need fireplace background. <laughs> it's right. a little warm here. I'm going to take off my shirt. We'll, we'll just do the podcast. So, and, yeah, welcome know. back to another episode of the Unframe of Mind show. I'm your host, Daniel Wagner. And co-host, Anthony Trawick. All right, and today we're going to have yet another uncomfortable conversation without a condom with our friend Alice Vaughn. But I have a feeling this won't be a problem. Welcome to the show, ma'am. Glad to have a uh, glad to be on, boys. All right, boys, I like that. <laughs> Little yes, yes. So uh, I, I got to start. I got to get. I got to get the elephant in the room out of the way first. And in the foremost. room, yeah. or out of the room. Well, there, hear me there's out. There's an elephant. There is an elephant between you and I. You don't know this yet, but that's just Ooh. it. Just came up in our research, and I got in my research rather. I got to get this out of the way. All right. So so the you know the crayons have been amazing. Like they've been amazing so far. You know so. What I, what I want to say is, listen, I, I read your Twitter f- profile. The, the crayons are pretty offensive, but they're not as offensive as the fact that you say you take salt in your coffee. We need. Oh, excuse salt. you. We but need to, Every chef does that. Yeah, we need. It, to, <laughs> it helps reduce the bitterness, actually. Uh, are we talking like black coffee? I need to give with, that to my ex-wife. With, <laughs> are we talking, I'm just saying. Are we talking coffee with just salt? No, 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 no. Well, sometimes if I want to drink it black, yeah. She's I, just, a, I just can't. I, she's I, into that I'm sorry. black coffee. I, I don't know. I'm I'm a I'm a liquid creamer guy. I got a little have a little, but a little bit. Not like my friend who likes to fill the cup up about three quarters of the way with creamer and then you know put a splash of coffee in it. It's disgusting. <laughs> I don't drink coffee, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm just saying that actually most people don't realize this, but uh, salt helps neutralize the bitterness and acidity within coffee. So if you're not really cool or keen generally on drinking it black, or you normally keep adding in sugar. Put in some salt. You'd be surprised. Hmm. Well, at least you have reasons behind it. So I, I guess I guess I can overlook it. For for now, I can overlook it. I, th- I think we can still be friends after this. So. There you go. So <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um. So what we've been doing with your crayons that you created was was we we've been taking three uh, crayons per episode uh, for our live shows on Wednesdays and sharing sharing them with the audience, and then we challenge them to create pictures out of those colors. You know, maybe they use the themes of the crayons to, you know, to go along with it. And uh, I've had some pretty interesting submissions so far. <laughs> and and I, I wanted I wanted to ask you kind of what that whole process has been like as far as, you know, like how how'd you come up with this idea and what's that whole what's what's it? Tell me about it. So I'll be frank with you. I always tell people that 
everybody is anticipating some sort of crazy story of how I came up with this. It's not. It's boring. I was going to launch a different project, and I was like, you know what? I, I need to, before I launch that on a Kickstarter, try the whole Kickstarter platform with a different idea. Uh, somehow, every I, I collect and make lists of a million different things, and I have an ideas list. And one day, I had offensive crayons on there, and I was like, how has no one made this? Like, adult crayons. Uh, you know, people have made adult coloring books, but right. nothing yeah. in conjunction with that. Um, so that's kind of how the idea formed. I've always personally had an interest in um, what's really interesting to me is comedy and offensiveness. That's always a gray and blurry line. It's subjective completely to each and every person. Um, and I thought, you know what? It's a simple idea. I threw it out there. I did the research. I found a manufacturer. And within when I threw it on Kickstarter, the journey has been a lot more interesting. Um, so when I threw it on Kickstarter, I was funded within three days. Um, the Daily Mail picked it up, big thing. Uh, I think like HuffPo and like a couple other like larger uh, organizations talked about it. Um, and then what ended up happening was, so I had my launch. Uh, that was about two years ago now. Uh, that December. Uh, so not this past Christmas, the Christmas before that, mm. uh, put the stuff on Amazon. Um, my Amazon rep called me. I was like, are you partnering with a massive company? Because your crayons are selling like crazy. Normally people have to have, um, like six months of a huge campaign before they see your types of sales. Wow. Uh, little did I know that when people were looking for offensive or adult coloring books, my crayons kept popping up. <laughs> nice. So last year in January, I almost ran out of inventory. I had almost like 300 units left at Amazon. And they were like, okay, we got to pull your stuff for review because we've been getting a lot of complaints. <laughs> I said, okay, well, I don't have several thousand units in limbo. So, let, and I'm not really getting many orders. Let me go through a review. I'm sure it'll come up clear. Not even the next week, the stuff goes viral on Reddit. And oh, of course, <laughs> of course it does on Reddit. <laughs> Then uh, I end up having to take pre-orders because all my inventory is tied up in Amazon. And I take so many pre-orders, I basically look at it, the number, and I say, shit, this this could be like someone's salary for a year. Oh it, was, it was a lot of crayon orders. So I, I realized, fuck, I'm back in the crayon business. <laughs> um, about a month later, Amazon came back to me, and I'll never forget this because I still have the email in my inbox that they were pulling my crayons down because after review, and I can't make this up, they were being offensive to children and Caucasians. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> Can, well, can you please, I, I'm not too surprised by that, to you, be honest with you. Can you please send me a screenshot of that email? Yeah. <laughs> I'll put it up with, as part of this interview. That's amazing. Like, I didn't think, I didn't think, honestly, I didn't think being offensive to Caucasians was even possible given the, you know, the atmosphere we're all, you know, currently having our discussions in. It's like that didn't, I didn't even cross my mind. So it's offensive to children and Caucasians. Yeah, I mean, with the children, I kind of get it because there there was a couple jokes I threw on the page about how we were utilizing sl uh, Chinese slave labor to make the crayons. <laughs> Look, and my defense—that's that funny, though. <laughs> it explains. 
explains why the rappers are so fucked up. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> That's like funny on so many levels. It's like you point out the obvious and it's hilarious, but yet the blowback to it is, I think, just as funny. But, you know, it depends on who you are. Well, that, that's comedy, though. That's, that's what, I know. But everybody's so fucking butthurt these days. You can't. I mean, what was it? During, uh, during one, of the, one of our shows, I said the American flag. And then within the same sentence, I said white hood. <laughs> you, you know, and it's like you can't even joke that way anymore. You know, it is just everybody's just so fucking sensitive. Yeah. It, whatever. So. <laughs> So uh, this past year, I realized, okay, so I'm back in the crayon business. Uh, well, last year, that is. Uh, so I came out with the, uh, with more offensive crayons, and I launched the holiday version last year. And so last year was my best year ever, and then uh, up, up until this year, that is. So this year, in January, I realized, okay, so I have enough inventory based on how much I was selling last year to last me until, like, August. So mm-hmm. I'm good for now. Uh I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Miscalculated that one, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. So uh, you have to have an understanding that with Facebook algorithms, things have really changed. Like yeah. to get something to share, to be like shared 10, 15, 20, 30,000 times, it just doesn't exist anymore. Maybe like three, four years ago. Yeah. But not, right. it's really rare to see that. Yeah. Uh, so there were two posts on Facebook literally within a week of each other. They were of my crayons. First off, there was this one literally nobody person who just took photos of the individual crayons, threw them up, 40,000 shares. Wow, Holy that's insane. Crap. That's insane. One of my smaller distributors took a photo of the box with a couple of the crayons underneath. Not even a week went by where it had 120,000 shares on Facebook. Oh, is that all? Psh, that's, that's nothing. That's, that's, nothing, that's nothing. it. Nothing. <laughs> 120,000. Congratulations by the way. Yeah. That's, Thank that's, you. that's that's incredible. Uh, did you did you even anticipate that that there was this much of a demand for some some cray- basically relabeled crayons? There's, there's there's nothing like magical about this. It's just you took the time to come up with these interesting names. I mean, honestly, that's what it's so shocking to me that th- I've literally done nothing more interesting except just I did interesting color names i had a custom logo and packaging and that's it there's nothing special about these crayons at all like you can't eat them although i've been asked and i tell people well i guess they're gluten-free or whatever you want <laughs> I, yeah i, I laughed that my needs ass to be off. a color no i left my ass off when it, on the box it says gluten-free <laughs> wow so let me ask you this so do you have any uh, anything in, in the works as far as doing more crayons or because i had i had made a post on or i guess it was a reply to a comment on twitter mm-hmm. and obviously the podcast you do you know it pertains to porn so i was uh-huh. kind of wondering if maybe you ever thought about tying in the two together or is that something we might see in the future crayons porn Nah. Well, there's other ways you could see me with crayons and porn. I'm kidding. That video's not out yet. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yet. <laughs> Subscribe. <laughs> but uh, I am coming out actually with a third pack of crayons. Okay. Uh, they're coming out in the next month or two. Uh, and you know what? Uh, I will announce the mystery pack on this show. Uh, nice. Yeah, giving to give you guys a little bit of a treat. This is this is uh, this is when everything just crashes. <laughs> 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 Good night, folks. Technology says, there? "Fuck you, buddy." <laughs> I think between the I think between all three of us, we have a pretty good chance of getting our asses pulled off Twitter and that. all the platforms. <laughs> so, so what do you, what, what do you got? What do you got? 
I've already been banned off of, like a ton of different platforms. <laughs> Hell, Amazon banned me from selling the crayons. But uh, let's see, as far as the new pack, mm-hmm. uh, it is um, actually a political edition because nice. tis the election season coming aboard. And, uh, you know, I have something for everyone. So uh, collusion, cerulean, gutless Democrat, yellow. Uh, let's see. Hate crime hoax hazel. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> I never thought hate crimes would be hazel. What about Jesse? What about Jesse Smollett Brown? <laughs> I mean, there's always an idea. I can't use names. Uh, oh, or people yeah. don't want to get sued. Gosh, well, see if if you want some brainstorming, hit me up. I'm your guy. <laughs> I love brainstorming ideas. There's got to be a way around certain things <laughs> to be able to pull that off. One of my favorite things to do in the whole universe is brainstorm screwed up ideas so it, it's nice that that you're you're like not pulling any punches you're just like saying all right i'm gonna offend everybody you're like the south park of the crayon box you know it's yeah <laughs> i'm an equal opportunity offender are you kidding me that's right look i know i look like i could belong on fox news but this math is just everywhere well i'm I mean, gonna both I, literally I, and the only way we're gonna know for sure if you actually would would fit in fox news is i'm gonna have to see your legs I mean, that's that's the only way that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That see see, I I don't know I don't know I'm I'm sensing it's been weeks since you've shaved so I don't know if that's gonna work. I've shaved I think my calves. Her calves. That's all. That's the only part that matters anyway. <laughs> At any rate, let, let me. Let, oh my, gentlemen. <laughs> this show just escalated real quick. Yeah. Right. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so so one of the one of the things that I was wanting to ask you about was this podcast of yours. I when when you reached out, I, I started doing research. And I'm like, oh, she's got a podcast, and I checked it out. I've been listening to episodes of the podcast, and I'm learning you know, quite a bit of stuff now. That I had no idea. Learning, like, well, yeah, it's really awkward when I'm sitting there at work trying to listen to my podcast, and I'm giggling, and people are looking at me like, what? Are you, what's so funny? I can't talk about it. Well, it's it's kind of like when I'm driving down the road, and I got this big shit grin on my face as people are passing me, and. Only if they knew what I was listening to. <laughs> so, uh, what have you listened to so far? Uh, I listened to the most recent one with uh, Kate, the uh, the porn star. I did too. Yeah, and uh, that whole threesome in studio, man. I was kind of digging that. So, yeah, um, the the biggest blackest dick with uh, dread. That was a very interesting episode. <laughs> I, was, I was like, he said he said him and Piper. I was like, oh shit, I gotta check this out. And she was taking it like a champ. I'll tell you what. <laughs> At any rate. I, I would so wouldn't be like a fly on that wall when they do those podcasts or hell even just to sit on them. I'm, I don't know I'm, if I could I, sit, but I would try. I'm, I'm out, out of curiosity. I was wondering how that how that particular podcast came out. Cause I, I mean, I've heard a lot of uh, porn related podcasts, but never one that's like a, a movie review. It's it's a very unique angle. Yeah. So I was just curious where that came from and how you got connected with Yvette. So Yvette's one of my best friends. Uh, we actually both met in the science skeptic community. We're both huge friggin' nerds. Um, so believe it or not, I actually have a physics degree. That's one of my degrees. Why? Who knows? Because I decided to do it. Uh, she has a master's in chemistry and, well, I think like forensic pathology and a number of other things. Like she works in labs. Uh, but we met through that scene uh, we hit it off. I mean, I kind of love her just because when I first saw her, uh, she her whole shtick is uh, come for come for the science, stay for the dirty jokes. And that's when I knew I was like, she's my type of lady. Yeah, I like that. That's good. <laughs> that's good. Um, but 
last year we basically were just um, talking and we've always wanted to do a show together and we like to describe ourselves just like how Neil deGrasse Tyson breaks down sci-fi films and deconstructs them. We like to do the same thing with porn. It, it, it works really well. Yes, right? it it's, does. It's, it's fantastic. It's, uh, and, and the chemistry between you two is like, it's been fantastic listening to it. And you guys seem to have a really good chemistry to, together. And then when you have uh, guests on and that, what, and it's like, you guys just merge so well, just meld so well with the, with, I mean, you're, you're very good host is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 that's what I'm saying. Great personalities. So, something we strive, we strive to do as well. We try yeah. to, we try to make you know, people feel welcome here. You know, even, even though on a lot of topics we may not agree on things that that's, that's kind of the whole thing. We, we want to have conversations with people, especially people who disagree with us. You know, that's, that's kind of what we, we strive to do. Cause, and, and just to show people, Hey, you know, most of us are pretty reasonable out there. Yeah. Um, which brings me to my next question. I wanted to see what what it's like from your neck of the woods. I know you're you're in New York City, are you not? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what what part of New York? Uh, I live in Manhattan. In Manhattan. Oh, look at you! I, I've never been to New yeah, York. It's fancy pants. I would love to go to New York <laughs> at some point in my life. Um, just never been there. Uh, but what I was wondering is, Anthony and I have been talking about this this political divide uh, and the cultural divide and, and how it's been kind of blown up. And we were trying to do some rough numbers about, OK, how many people are actually the type of person who gets super offended, goes out on political rallies and hits people with bike locks and does all the, you know, starts fires. You know, who who, who is that? Is that one in a thousand? Is that, you know, one in a hundred? Like, am I losing you? Um, yeah, you start describing the type of people and then just like it's froze. So on your end, can you repeat that one more time? I'm, I'm really sorry. No, you're good. Oh, you will be. If I have to repeat one more time, young lady, let me see. This is, I'll just pick what it up. What are you going to from... do? Come to New York city and punish me? Oh, on my Let's way. Just... <laughs> Round trip ticket. I, I got Southwest points, <laughs> bro, bro. I can't on my way. Later, dude. <laughs> the kids, the kids, man, the kids. Anyway, uh, so what I was what I was trying to ask is, is is Anthony and I have been talking about this political and cultural divide lately about how there just seems to be it seems to be way more magnified than it really is in reality. Like when you know, like if you were to watch the news versus if you were to just look out your balcony and see just talk to the people around you, it's like the two versions of reality just don't match up at all. And I was just curious from your perspective. If, if you've seen in, you know, what, what is it in your neck of the woods that you've seen to, to maybe like, as, is it as bad as the news makes it out to be from, from your perspective? Yes and no. Um, so you're right. A lot of people are very reasonable and you can find and build bridges with tons of people through conversation. Um, you know, life is not Twitter, which is really nice. Yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that said, unfortunately, there are issues out there. You know, there are people who are being either hired or not hired for how they're looking or how they speak. You know, I know for a fact that as a woman, I have a leg up if I apply to certain jobs as in, you know, in STEM or in sales or coding, because those are predominantly male fields. Um, I know I have a leg up and I personally, I don't feel okay with that because I should be hired based on my skill set, not because I might fill a quota, but that is a reality. Um, The fact is that, um, you know, there are, you know, I might be taking an opportunity away from someone who might be better suited for a position than me. Um, there, there's a fact that, um, you know, we do have to 
that's the thing what's really interesting about my crayons. It's very, very rare that I see someone who's actually offended by them um, because a lot of this stuff we can joke about. Um, now, that said, when it comes to offense, there are things where it's like, you know, my whole thing is don't be a shitty person. So like, thank you. I, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> like, there, there, there was a, a buddy of mine on, on to more to that point, a buddy of mine who's, who mm-hmm. said my whole philosophy, like he says he's a Christian and he follows all the teachings, but he said in general, I just like the one rule that just says, don't be a dick. Like that's yeah. it. <laughs> like, I love that. But, that said, like, don't be a dick. And I, I try always telling people, like, try to understand, put yourself in the other person's shoes. So, like, when there comes to things such as uh, talking to trans people, you know, I have tons of trans friends and we've had guests on the show who are trans. And a lot of people don't know how to have that conversation. So a lot of people, you know, whether it's that or like a million other topics, look at things in binary, you know, black and white. There's no gray. There's no nuance. And I, I feel like if we talk to each other we could all be less dicks to each other so it's i i find that the biggest issues that you see are really because people aren't talking to each other or yeah or coming or coming to understanding now that said there are issues when it comes to for example most of the issues I see perpetuating aren't in, going to be in the everyday life that people see. It's going to be on either the very small instances mm-hmm. uh, yep. or you're going to see them on an organization level. So, for example, I used to volunteer at a handful of nonprofits, but I saw those nonprofits. Um, like, I'll be frank with you guys. I'm an atheist. And um, some of the atheist organizations. Oh, my God. Woman after the own heart. <laughs> I'm an atheist, too. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> Or, or wow. watch the last three years of my videos. <laughs> okay. Carry on. <laughs> but uh, like a lot of those organizations went down a political path and I was like, you guys aren't really fighting for, you know, non-religious causes anymore. Like, don't get me wrong. Like you could fight for a social justice cause. It's just not one that is for people who are, you know, non-religious that, you know, don't go either way or, you know, it doesn't take a partisan um, angle to it. And it's really unfortunate. Um, You know, you feel like, I feel like there's so many institutions and organizations that are deciding, okay, I gotta, I feel like I have to pick a side where I'm like, you're a a credit card (laughs) processing company. You don't have to pick a side. Stop it. She really needs to go back and watch some of our shows. (laughs) That's the the most hilarious thing. There's a guy at work that always gives me shit because uh, he he doesn't really give me shit. He likes to just bring it back up. I went to a political rally um, down here in Tennessee that was supposed to be between uh, some white nationalists and everybody else that was protesting them and i i show up and i'm, I'm gonna like document what i'm seeing and and i and i get my phone out and i'm kind of recording and i'm trying to walk around i'm trying to figure out that the, the police presence is super thick in the area especially murfreesboro that was uh, yeah i hadn't even been to murfreesboro yet this this was down in the shelbyville other, uh, yeah yeah so i go down there and uh, within moments a, a an officer pulls up on me an undercover cop in a truck and and he says ask me who am I where am I supposed to be and then he asked the question that the guy at work gives me so much shit about he always walks up and he says which side are you on Um, videotaping and trying to get some information trying to figure out what's going on down here where am I supposed to be heading that way. Stay out of this parking lot. All right. That's just what I'm trying. I'm, I, I started away over there. I'm trying to slowly work my way and figure out where I'm supposed to be going. Who, who, which, which side are you on? I don't, I don't really have a side, to be honest. I, I think it's all silly myself, but I'm here to more hold the police accountable with what I'm trying to do. Just make all sure right. make sure they're 
I can respect on their that, P's and Q's, you know. But don't be in here. Okay. This is a secure location. No, I understand. That's All what I'm trying to figure out where I'm supposed to head. Right. <laughs> Which side are you on? I'm not on a side here. Like it's not binary. This this is a, this is the, the biggest false dichotomy I've ever seen in my life. Like I just I'm just want to like can I just stand here and watch and see <laughs> see what's going on? Be a on? spectator. You can't even do that anymore. You know, <laughs> like, you it's, have to pick crazy. a side. We got to fit you in a bucket. <laughs> we got to fit you a label on you. We got to tie you up with a little bow. We got to put you away right where you, we know where you're at. We know who you are. It's like no, that's not how the world works. Yeah, <laughs> that's not it uh. at all. I, I do appreciate you bringing up that there is issues out there, yeah. and I and I completely agree. Like when I say that, I'm not necessarily saying there aren't any issues or there aren't any topics on which mm-hmm. people can be divided. I just feel like there's this like anytime you see a topic come up where you're only being presented with two subjects: it's black or white, it's Republican Democrat, it's man woman, it's 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 immigrate it's immigration versus national. You know, like anytime you see that, you're like. I kind of stand back and go, no, 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 no. There's definitely more to this. There's definitely, definitely more sides to this if, if there even is such a thing as a side. And it's like you, you just got to think critically for a minute and just not fall for that trap. And if more people would do that and just talk like like you said with one another, it's like. I and I think that falls some- back to just watching the news because they, they often tell us that there is only two sides to choose from. It's kind of like with Fox and CNN. It's either one or the other, yeah. you know, and then I'm like, no, I think I'm just going to watch uh, Blaze TV or One America or something different, you <laughs> Twitter. know. Well, yeah, Twitter, too. <laughs> but I mean, I, I just I yeah. now let me let me um, ask you this. So being in, in New York, the culture obviously is going to be much different than it is here in Nashville. Okay, so I guess maybe she. I haven't been she... to Nashville yet. Well, oh, you got to come on down. It's fantastic. Yeah. Like, like all the creative stuff that used to be in New York, I think, is all coming to Nashville now because because it's all Wall Street mm-hmm. shit up there in New York nowadays. It seems like. I tell you what, man, it's a city. From I mean, what I, I've heard, anyway, I tell I don't people <laughs> when you come, it's 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 truly a city that does not sleep. I mean, you go downtown, it's just thousands and thousands of peoples and rooftops and drunks. It's wild. And it's great. It's a great time. So what, what were you? <laughs> I don't know. I forgot. What Where I was, was your with point with this? I have no idea. Oh, no. Just, ask um, just asking, you know, the cultural difference. But she's never been here. But I feel as if, the, you know, you probably see and hear more, you know, as far as from the political standpoint in a city, you know, in a city like New York than, you, you know, probably Nashville. So when you engage in conversation, is it throughout the day that you hear a lot of political things or you know a lot of the uh the devices that you hear on the news do you see a lot of that in the city that is predominantly liberal or no i mean i predominantly get that's the thing i don't watch the news i get most of my politics from and stories that i'm reading off reddit off Twitter, off Facebook, which are shitty sources, but I try to diversify as much as possible just because it's, you know, it's either that or the television, which is really no better, I guess. So, well, I mean, I I guess that like after you're done reading everything and you step outside and you go outside and you're going somewhere, you just don't see that. You you don't see the political stuff. And that's kind of the conversations him and I had had. It's, it's, it's something you don't encounter through everyday life. It's just, yeah. you don't see it. Never once have I gotten in a political discussion with a grocery store clerk. Yeah. You know, you know it's, it's just, like, it's all online. You you haven't punched a Nazi yet? Like, I, I've, I've actually tried being a Nazi to see if somebody would punch me and they didn't. Like, I, I don't understand. <laughs> we'll stage that later. Did you just not say Heil Hitler enough? I, uh, well. Apparently not. I, I, I probably did. I probably had more of a Southern accent on it. So people weren't buying it. Heil Hitler. <laughs> 
Good night, folks. I'll hit y'all. This one ain't going to make the social media feeds. <laughs> she just made fun of a southern accent. How rude. That's offensive. We're There's sh- your crown. We're sh- yeah, we're shutting this thing down now. <laughs> S- southern Nazi white, that's another crayon, I bet. Oh, that's great. Could be. Could not be. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I just, uh, it's... I feel like the problem is also the media plays to extremes uh, because they want stories. They want clicks. So that's what it is. It's all clickbait nowadays. And that's kind of something we touched on is we feel like there are certain situations that the media will, you know, put that microscope on and blow it up so out of proportion that, you know, and I don't know, 10, 15 years ago, had it been on the news, it would have been like it is now. I think everything's just been magnified. So, well, they have to. It's like their funding, their whole funding model is clicks now. Yeah. And without clicks, you don't exist. And that's terrible. But the war between Fox and CNN is just, I love it, man. It is hilarious. It is hilarious. So, One day they're just going to hate fuck each other. It's going to happen. I look forward to it. Crossover oh, episode. Wow. <laughs> so uh, I, I, I do notice that you do seem to be very nuanced in your in your viewpoints. And, and I do appreciate that. I appreciate any time I, I encounter somebody that's not super like dogmatic about their beliefs and is willing to open up and listen. So I just want to thank you for that, that, that people like you are out there. And, and I just want people to know that people like us are out there. We will talk to you and we won't bite your damn head off for disagreeing. Um, as far as all these projects you got, it seems like from my, from, from my perspective, knowing as, as little as I do about you is you seem like you're building this life. That's so unapologetically you. And like, is that, is that a fair assessment? Am I seeing this correctly? I like to strive to be the person that uh, is on HGTV attempting to buy a house. The person who's on HGTV (laughs) attempting to buy a house. Yeah, you're going to have to do. My budget is, oh, I don't know what my budget is, but I have a crayon company. I'm trying to buy a castle. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of knew where she was going with this, but I'm glad she just did that. I I made my night. That's that's an Instagram (laughs) video right there for sure. will be used against Fantastic. me i'm sure about 10 15 years from now i'm gonna have to have a press conference and explain myself why are you calling southern people nazis and making fun of hgtv <laughs> i will show up in support <laughs> yes i will we'll, we'll show up in solidarity and we'll all join hands and uh, i might come in a two-piece or a bathrobe who knows <laughs> probably a bathrobe <laughs> This is like sixteen. This is the probably at least sixty years from now. Are you still going to show up in a bathroom? Fuck yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! In a Hugh Hefner, this bitch. <laughs> you damn right. My Viagra and everything. Right on, right on. Well, um, I'll tell you what. It's it's been a fantastic, uh, an absolute pleasure speaking with you and, and getting to know a little bit more about you. And I would be glad to have you on again sometime to, to discuss other details, other other information, and, and especially if you're ready to uh, promote that next box of crayons in the next uh, election season, just let me know and we'll have you on and we'll discuss it for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So that'll be out soon uh, and people can pick it up at offensivecrayons.com. And if uh, your listeners want to hear more of me, I don't know why, but if they want to, uh, they could listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Google Play, uh, Spotify, uh, Two Girls, One Mike, uh, the Porncast. Uh, you could search us by looking for Porncast, but we're the one with the white background, microphone and bra. You can't miss us uh I only say that because there's another podcast with their name. So, or just go to two girls with Mike.com. So right. I'm there. There you go. So modest she is. So modest. Yeah. It's nice. <laughs> I'm not. It's fun. <laughs> All right. Well, y'all been, y'all been watching another episode of the Unfair Mind Show. 
more uncomfortable conversations as usual. If you guys want to be a guest on the show, head on over to unframeofmind.com and click the big button that says be our guest. We'd be glad to have you on. If you want to just totally rip us a new one and tell us how awfully retarded we are, or I don't think we're allowed to say that either. Um, maybe Take it like a champ. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> that. Peace out. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.